And we are live at the Millennial Times Podcast with your hosts, Uriel Osuna and Joki Malou. What's up, Joki? What's up? Yeah, all right. So first of all, we want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we've been watching the analytics and we've been seeing that you guys are continuously listening. You've been seeing us on Apple Podcasts, you've been seeing us on Spotify, and you've been seeing us on Anchor. And we just want to say thank you very much for following. We do appreciate you. We're just here to serve you guys. Mm-hmm. So let's. we want to dive into episode six, real estate. So last episode, we left a little nugget of information that was leading on to this episode that was specifically about real estate. Now, does the majority of you know what real estate truly is? Would be my first question. If I asked you, can you t- what can you tell me about real estate? How would you answer that? What do you think the most what do you think most people would be able to answer? If I said like, "Oh, if I just asked a random person, I was like, "Hey, do you know what do you know about real estate?" Probably what do you think? think of a real estate agent trying to sell homes and then make a profit out of it. But probably somebody would just be like, "Oh, yeah. Um yeah, I just think about uh, <laughs> the little picket sign that says sold, right? Yeah. So people think about real estate. They don't even think about the actual value. They think of a real estate agent, huh? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think like, oh, like how, how, how do you even get in the real estate business if I don't even know anyone? But we are here today to help you guys out if you are interested in real estate. You don't have to go to the real estate agent to buy property. You don't have to go through somebody else to get what you want to acquire. We're going to teach you some ways and how to make money through real estate specifically. Mm-hmm. So, Jokey, so is when when it comes to real estate, how, I mean, what's the avenue with real estate? Like, how can you make money? So there's multiple ways to uh, make money in real estate. For example... You could be a, uh, you could remodel a house, a jacked up house. You know, you buy it for a hundred thousand dollars, you renovate it for like fifty thousand, so you spend a hundred fifty thousand, and then if you live in a good area, a good market where a lot of homes are being sold and rented out, you could sell that house for two hundred fifty thousand. So now you made a hundred dollars in profit. Well, they a hundred grand in profit. Yep. Shoot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen that on TV somewhere. It's yeah. like they'll spend like $15,000 to renovate mm-hmm. and then they'll mark up the price at forty five. Yep. So basically, is, isn't that called flipping? Yeah, it's flipping. Flipping homes. Okay. So people do that. So, but how would you flip a home though? It depends. You know, there's companies out there that flip homes um, for people and all you don't have, you don't, all you, all you basically do is just uh, let the company handle it. So they'll handle the marketing. They'll renovate it for you, but they'll take a percentage, like 10 to like 30%. So all you have to do is just put up the money then? They'll put the money up and then they'll take a percentage of oh, the house. Oh, I see. That's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some places where like the house is beat up, like just like it's been, it's been like like burnt or whatever, or mm-hmm. like it's gone through some kind of natural disaster and, the, and there's no house, it's just a lot. The lot is like 50 grand. And then somebody just builds a starter home for like 80 mm-hmm. and then sells it for 185. Mm-hmm. So what? So it's like, so you're putting it what? 130 total and they sell it at 180. So that's $50,000 profit. Yep. That's a lot of money. So yeah, that's one avenue, you know, that's um, flipping homes. The other one is um, commercial. Commercial? Commercial real estate. 
Well, tell me more about that. Commercial real estate is like your uh, your local uh, mall. So renting out or leasing in a a uh, office at a, like a shopping mall. Another one is like um, a big big office for like a uh, two hundred plus company of employees. I feel like in Mission Valley, like you know that whole strip on that side. Mm-hmm. Uh, like where the Scottish Rite Center is at, mm-hmm. all that is all commercial property. Yeah. And then there's another area in like, you know, like where Fry's Electronics is at? Yeah. So there's an area there. Kearney, right? Yeah, Kearney. Yes. There's on the east side of Kearney or Sierra Mesa. All they have is nothing but commercial property there. Yeah. Like, and all they do is they don't even, they definitely don't want to sell. All they do is just buy it and then just rent it out. Mm-hmm. But they know that business is... If they do well, they're going to continue to keep paying for the lot. Yeah, you just nailed it down right there. That's called passive income. So you're going to sleep and every month, a thousand plus dollars is going to your bank account. Every month. Imagine having a thousand dollars for the rest of your life. We'll, we'll hear like, prop, well, how much is rent? Like minimum two to three thousand, right? Easy. So realistically, it's not even a grand. It's probably like four or five. Yeah, yeah. It Easy. all depends on the area, you know, like. You can get more. And That's per location. Location. So if you own multiple locations, you own 25 locations, that's fifty to 75000 a month. And it probably wouldn't stop there because with that money, you probably buy another property. Exactly. Just keep multiplying, multiplying, you keep multiplying, multiplying. You know, by the time you know it, you own thousands of properties. So Ooh. now... Oh, oh my goodness. What would you even do with that much money? Like, like, what would you even do? Like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I got like four hundred thousand dollars this month yeah. in just uh, uh, passive and residual income. Like, that's half a million dollars a month. I don't even know. Like, you could reinvest it. You know, you could start a business. You could, uh, you could be an angel investor, which basically means um, investing in small startups. Uh, you could do a lot of things with that much money. You know. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot of money, yeah. It's basically a lot of money. Yeah. Now, of course, granted, you do need money to buy property, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, of course, like like what, like what Jokey's saying about commercial property, you don't just automatically start off there. That's no. like towards the end. Mm-mm. Like what you would want to do in the beginning, if you want to get into real estate, what you would have to do... So, check this out. So, a house in san diego california costs like five hundred thousand dollars minimum easy minimum half a million dollars minimum could you take a guess what a house costs in detroit just take a guess like what do you think it would cost Twenty five thousand. yeah so actually around the ballpark yeah uh, a beat-up house costs like 25 grand and a decent home would cost you sixty thousand mm-hmm. this is in detroit so yeah it's location is one thing yeah, to buy. Yeah, it's not the best area, but it's a good place to start, right? Mm-hmm. So if you live there, you automatically now have reduced your debt by a significant amount. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's not what you wanted, but you're living. So now with your job that you're earning or whatever, you can either relocate or if you have an online business or you have any sorts of income or whatever. Now you can at least live there because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So now you 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 can pay off you can pay off sixty thousand dollars for a home. If you if you're wanting to buy a Mercedes Benz, you know uh, C class for forty five, 
you know, and with, with no down payment, I'm pretty sure you can pay for a house that you need versus a car that you don't need. Damn. You know, it's yeah. just you would have to prioritize what you need. So if you, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. you have a degree, you are now making $50,000. Let's say you work here, right? You make sixty-five because that's what the market goes for. Mm-hmm. With a bachelor's degree, if you move to Detroit, you're probably not going to get sixty-five. You'll probably get forty-five. Mm-hmm. So, but that's forty-five a year. If your house is sixty, and if you really budget it, you can pay that off in three years. Easy. 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 So now you don't have to worry about rent anymore. Mm-hmm. So now that your house is paid off, what do you do? Well, you can buy another house. Yeah, and rent that out. Yes, and then rent the other one out. Yep. So now you bought a new home, you moved a little something nicer, you probably dropped 85 grand. Now you own this house and you put a down payment, but then now with the old house, you can rent it out. Mm-hmm. So now you have an extra income. So not only what you're making, but what you're getting from the other property now you can put it towards your new house. Yeah. And it's a little bit nicer. So now you live there for another three, four more years. And then from there, you move out by another house. Now it's a little bit nicer. Now you have two properties to rent out. Mm-hmm. With that being said, now it's not going to take four years to buy, to, your to buy your third home. Now it's going to take two. Exactly. Now it's going to take two. Because remember, the value of your home also goes up over time. Yeah. So now you have two checks coming in plus your job. Now it takes two years. Yep. Then, you after you finish the third home, you buy a fourth home. Now you can go wherever you want because now you have three properties on your name. That's how the rich get rich. It's an ongoing cycle. It never ends. It never ends. It, ends. Nope. it doesn't stop at one house like, oh, I have two houses. I'm chilling. No. Nah. Now you have multiple. Exactly. So that's what you do. Now... Your fourth home is going to be paid off in a year because you have three sources or four sources of income, your, your job, and then your three houses. Yep. So you throw that all towards your house. Now you probably pay a big down payment. You don't have to pay interest. Now you're chilling. Then you get the fifth house. The fifth house, most likely you might even pay up front. Yeah. Right? Yep. Pay up front. And then from there... Now you have, what, four or five properties? Yeah. You're renting out all of them. And you, now you buy your sixth property. Yes. And tenth. Yes. And so on. It never ends. By the time you know it, you'll probably be at least like like early 40s. Yeah. You know? Um, you're chilling. Yeah. Now, this is assuming you have a 45K job a year. A lot of you probably earn more than that. Yeah. You know? But you have to think about your costs. Like... If you have money for rent, but you don't have money to buy a house, like, what the heck? Yeah, I never got that concept, you know, this uh, renting forever. Because when you rent, you're making one guy rich. Yeah. Or, or a female, or a male or female. You're making one of them rich, you know, by paying them monthly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And remember, like, this is like a starter, like, 45 grand a year. This is like if you make three grand a month. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not much, guys. Like, you can make more than that realistically. So, if let's say you graduated from a university, right? You're an engineer. You're making 75, 85 grand. You can easily save up and put and buy a house and then just do what we're telling you. Just set half the lifespan. 
So instead of paying off that first house in in uh, four years, you can pay it off in two, and then the second one in one, and then you already have your third front, your third house up front. Yeah. That's all you would have to do. And then from now, granted, you're not living in uh, California. You know, you get on the beach accessible because it is Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. But now you're you're creating wealth. You can travel the world. Yes. You can go to you can go to California for vacation for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then here's the crazy part. After all that is done, let's say, let's say, for example, I did it right. I'm buying houses, buying houses, buying houses. I'm already on my 12th house. If I have 11 houses and I'm renting them out at 11 uh, at $1,000 each, realistically it'd be more. But yeah, if I'm renting them out, right, I have 11 houses. That's minimum 11 grand a month, mm-hmm. not including my job. If I quit my job, I would be getting 11 grand a month. I could move back to San Diego, get a house here, and rent it and, and, and buy it for $3,000 a month. Okay. My question is, is like, um, let's say I have the money. What should be the average uh, down payment? Like, what percent for, for so a $400,000 home? For, for $100,000? 400000 so four oh so, so the rule is whenever you're buying a house you have to yeah. put a minimum down payment of twenty percent. Mm. So a minimum down payment on sixty grand is what uh, like twelve thousand, twelve to fifteen thousand, twenty five percent. So yeah, like ten 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 to fifteen. That's that's not bad. That's, that's easy. You can yeah. do that. You know yeah, you can, anyone can do that. Yeah, you can do that. Now a minimum down payment in California, four hundred thousand. You're looking at 80 grand. Ooh. You're looking at a down payment of 80 grand. And this is not like the this is not like North County. This is like this is like the scrubs area. This is like San Isidro. Like it's not even nice <laughs> for crying out loud. Like this is the bad spots. A nice house here. Guess how much a house in Coronado costs, you guys? Coronado, California, one of the nicest areas. That place is nice. If not the nicest area in San Diego, take a wild guess. Two mil. More. Three mil. More. Five. More. Ten. A little more. Twelve. Twelve point five. Minimum. Damn. Twelve point five million dollars. It's a mountain, right? No, this is a regular house. Are you like, near the beach? Yeah, near Hotel del Coronado. I checked. What the hell? Minimum. Get that. Yeah, and a and a and a super nice house in Coronado. 30, 40 million dollars. Yes, you guys. They're multi-million dollar homes. Oh, but I've always wanted to live in Coronado. Let me ask you something. Do your hopes and dreams pay for the down payment? No. Yeah, they're smart. How much is 20% of 10 million? It would need $2 million as a down payment. Do you have $2 million? I really don't think so. And don't even think about getting a loan. You get whacked with that, with the high interest. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no way. You there's know, no way. You know what I find crazy? Like, this is kind of off topic, but... Celebrities uh, rent properties for 25000 a month. Oh, like, like a big Hills? mansion. Yeah. For 25000 So, and they live there for like four years, you know? Mm. So that's like $1.2 million. Correct. If you were to do that, you could have bought a little mansion in the hills. Mm-hmm. 
for that cost of two million, you could have paid that off in like you could have paid half of it in four years. Yes. But you decided to live um, rich, and you're actually not rich. Yes. Yeah, 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 definitely don't buy luxury apartments or don't buy into that ideology like, oh, they have a gym and stuff like that. Like you're paying for hopes and dreams, especially if you're renting. Wouldn't it be just better to just own a house and just go have a gym membership? Right. Like, oh, they have a gym at this house. They have a pool. Well, why don't you just get a membership? It's like 40 bucks a month. But yeah. then you want to pay an extra 500 bucks because your apartment is luxurious. Like, come on, you guys. That's lame. That's, that's lean. Like I used to, when I was younger, I used to live in an apartment. They had like a gym and a lot of the equipment in the gym, mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. It wasn't even nice. No. Well, why would they? They're not a gym. Exactly. They don't care. They're going to use the cheapest equipment. You know, is this for you? Like at the end of the day, you go to the gym to work out, you know, I'll rather leave my place because you don't want to be at the same spot. So when you're, once you're done working out, you're going back home. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. Convenient. Yeah, and I get like some people want to be like, oh yeah, you know, but it comes with the uh, with the gym, so it saves me money uh, from buying a gym membership. Let me do the math. If you live in an apartment that's $900 a month, and that's it, flat up, and then you have to pay utilities, right, which might come out another $100, versus a luxurious apartment that costs $1,400, mm-hmm. but it comes with utilities and it comes with a gym membership and a pool. You're talking about a $500 difference. Your utilities might cost you 100 and your gym membership might cost you 50 Maybe 60 if you get the super nice one. Mm-hmm. This is a month, you guys. You're paying an extra $500 a month for, for cheap weights. Like, don't buy into the hype. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for hype. Yeah, you gotta remember. Most of the time, you're not staying at home all day. You're um, you're at work or you're doing something. So you're not at home all the time. Most people, unless you're not doing anything, but, but most of the time, <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing it. There's a lot of well, people like that, but they don't live in luxurious apartments. They live at home. <laughs> most of the, <laughs> so most of the time, you gotta um, basically, your the main objective for an apartment and a house is for you to sleep there, sleep and eat. Yeah. Take a shower and then, you know, live by your day, like do whatever. So basically, don't try to like um, live in a nice lifestyle if you can't afford it. Correct. You know, if you could afford it, go ahead, do your thing. But the majority of people can't afford apartments like that. Like, you know, I'll rather like um, pay. I'll rather live in a shitty apartment than live in a luxurious apartment where I'm, I'm struggling to make rent. Yeah. Because you know I mean? remember, remember when you, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. remember the, the, you're not going to be there long term. You're not going to be at that. That's just exactly. for now. That's for now. That's just now. Yeah. Getting your bread up. And then you, you got to also remember that, um, once you're trying, if you're trying to buy real estate, you have to save your money. Yes. You know what I mean? So you can't be spending it on, on, uh, Instagram hikes on your apartment. Nah, forget that. You can't be doing that. So that is one way automatically that can save you. Like if you're like, I know you need a place to live, but if you're going to rent, think about what you really need. Mm -hmm. If you really need that gym membership, buy a gym membership. Don't, don't pay an extra 500 bucks for a luxurious apartment just so you can get maybe a hundred likes on Instagram. It's not worth it because you're talking about a thousand dollars in two months. You're paying more. So you don't have money to invest, but you have an extra thousand dollars every two months. 
to pay for hype. It's, it's, it, you have always had the money, but you're not prioritizing your money. That's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, don't look for the hype, man. The hype is just for now. Because you remember, you gotta remember about the, the hype. It changes, it, it's a wave, you know, it changes every second, you know. So, you know, like a couple years ago, skinny jeans were the hype. Remember in 2011, Dang. snapbacks were the hype. Oh, yeah, snapbacks and tattoos. Yeah. That's right. 2016 that was all and through like 17, it was all about um, Supreme. Yeah, that's all hype. You know, and then well, right now it's all about like champion, whatever. So that you're oh, really? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Remember a couple years ago, champion wasn't like shit. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, champion, like. They reestablished their brand, but obviously, like, it took, like, an influencer to uh, push them. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not know that. What? I, <laughs> see? You see how un, how not important that it, that kind of stuff is, you guys? Yeah. I'm over here focusing on, like, okay, how can I get my car to be more efficient? How do I pay less than gas? How do I invest? How am I checking, checking the stock market? And then over here, there's... Talks about oh champion bro. Let me get a shirt that's uh yeah. that's five hundred dollars because it's uh, it's pushed by Ty Lopez. Boo, that's weak. Damn, you know like don't live for other people's um approval. Approval, yeah. yeah. Like you don't want to do that. Live for your own approval. Cause so, you got yeah. So as my recommendation, guys, when you're starting off, really consider living below your means. Mm-hmm. Buy, get the get the skimpy apartment if you want to move out. Like you can live at home, or you can uh, live in a, like a crap apartment. Get roommates, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just do what you need to do. Cause remember, it's only temporary. Yeah. Get your bread up, and then when it's time, buy a place where it's not expensive. Yes, you're gonna have to move. Yes, you're gonna have to go to Arizona for some time. Yes, you're gonna have to go to Texas. Yes, yep. yes, you may not eat. You may not be able to eat a canasada burritos every day, <laughs> but but at least you're owning what you're acquiring. Yeah, you're owning property. That's true. Yes, that's, that's a true American dream: owning property, not renting. You know, like my fear is to like um, live old and then one one time like sixty, like I don't own property. That's bad. That's really bad. You know how sad that is? In my opinion, you know, there's nothing wrong. You don't have to own, but in my opinion, I don't want to be like 60-something and I don't own any property at all. Yeah, because if all comes to worse, like, where are you going to stay at? Let's say say rent goes up because it's going to go up. You already know that. Where are you going to stay at? Oh, yeah, you know, I used to live in this apartment. It it was $1,000 a month. That was 30 years ago. Now it's $2,600 a month. I can't afford it. Well, you know all that money that you're putting towards your rent, you could have put towards a house that could have been yours. Exactly. Oh yeah, but you know I didn't have the money. Well, yeah, you did. You just ended up. You were just. You were just scared. That's what you were. You were scared of taking a chance on yourself. You didn't believe you were worth it. That's really what it really comes yeah. down to. You don't want the responsibility, and you don't think you got it in you. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Of course, you have it in you, but you're not gonna have it if you don't believe it. You have to believe it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the first step, you guys. Once, like I said, once you get multiple houses and you acquire them, then you have two options. You can live comfortably or you can expand. Exactly. So as then when you're an owner and you're renting, then you can sell convenience. Like what these people do to you, Mm -hmm. you can start doing to them. 
Exactly. Hey, you can move here. We're going to offer Wi-Fi. We're going to offer utilities. We're going to offer a gym or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be an extra 800 bucks a month. So your rent's going to be 2200 Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, no worries. You're good to go. Then you can offer that because people people will do it. People will need a place to stay and they'll figure it out. Yeah. Now you're taking the collections. Either way, you're going to get your money. So that's that's what we recommend. Build, build, stay humble and build. And then you'll be at the top. Now, you're probably thinking like, okay, you know, I have, now I've been doing what you've been telling us to do. I'm probably in my early 40s and I own like 20 properties. Now what? Okay. Now it's time for the big step. Buy apartments, create mm. apartments. Once you create apartments, then you're in. Exactly. Th- oh, that, oof. Yeah. You can sell apartments. Because, yeah, you can. You have to have houses, but you have to deal with 20 or 30 different tenants. Yep. But when you have apartments, you can have a property manager, and then it's all centralized. You'll still own the other houses, of course, but then now you have apartments, and then you can... You can now nah, then that's making a lot of money. Yeah, now that's like true wealth. That's true wealth. Yeah. The, it, the apartments, no way is a house uh, is apartments going down. There's no way. If the market goes down, just drop the the rent a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing about real estate. Like, it's it's the stability. You know, like it can never. Everyone needs to rent yes. forever. You know, yeah. it's not like a business where people don't need your services or product. Yeah. Once you have real it. estate, people need to live somewhere. Yes. So once you own real estate, you can never really go broke if you're not nope. thinking about it. And apartments too. Yeah. Like you'll be in the position where you have a hundred units mm-hmm. and each unit is 800 a month. Yeah. People need a place to live and that's pretty affordable. But a hundred times 800, how much is that you guys? That's $80,000. Mm-hmm. That's $80,000 a month. And that's, that's, that realistically, you're not going to sell that low because there's no way that apartments are that, are that cheap. Probably sell for maybe 1200. Yeah. But yeah. So you'd be pushing $120,000 a month. Now, granted, you have to pay taxes. You have to pay, you know, you have to factor in things that, you know, you can't foresee. So you lose, well, not lose half, but you, you spend and save half. Yeah, because a lot of things, a lot of things with real estate, you could write it off. So if you have a tenant, <laughs> you know, we're yeah, not going to get deep into that. But for example, let's say uh, the faucet stopped working. You can send your maintenance guy to go fix it. And let's say that costs like $300 to fix. You just write it off. Yes. So you're not losing you guys. But I mean, that that's what you guys don't see. Yeah. But that we, yeah. There's many ways to write As it off. As an owner. That's one example. As an owner, America will take care of you. As a renter, as a consumer, it'll eat you up. Best believe that, but you already knew that. You already know what it feels like to spend money. Damn. But do you know what it feels like to own in this country? You think about it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, you know, things are expensive. Well, nobody told you to buy things you don't need, for one. Yeah. And as an owner, it, this this country is awesome. Mm-hmm. There's many benefits for owning um, things. Yes. Yes, yes. I don't know if you guys ever play Monopoly, but when you roll when you roll the uh, dice and you get 200 every round, that's your income that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to buy the houses, you, you start off small. You buy the property and then you build the little houses and then eventually they become hotels, right? Yeah. And then there's a point where you're just soaring. 
Now, realistically, it's not like Monopoly because things are limited. You have to trade with other people. The real world, there's a lot of people not participating. Best believe that. You know, in Monopoly, you have to fight over everyone because everybody gets a, a cut. Not in the real world. There's a lot of people that are not in the game. No. A lot of people that are not Smart in the game. Smart people, too. Yes. A lot of people not in the game. So think about that, you guys. This is for your future. This is for you to benefit yourself. And remember, if you don't want to rent, like, let's say you're renting it out. You're like, oh, I'm tired of it. You can always sell. Yeah. There's buyers out there. If you, if you have a house that's near the beach and you're renting it out for five, 400, uh, for $4,000 a month, you're going to get a wealthy person most likely be like, you know what? I don't want to rent, but I like this property. How much? You bought it a long time ago for $600,000. Um, well, you know, the value of the house right now is uh, a million bucks, yeah. which it is. But, you know, it has sentimental value to me, so I'm not going to sell at a market price. Think about rich people, if they want it, they're going to get it one way, shape, or form. So you might as well use that to your benefit. Yes. Oh, well, how about $2 million? I don't know, man. You're playing games with me. Oh, well, it's worth more. I'm paying more than what it's worth. Oh, yeah, I know. But I, I, I control the shots. $4 million. Right here, right now. Yeah. You take they're they're going to get mad, but then they'll buy. They'll yeah. buy because they have money. They really want that spot. That's the way it works, guys. Negotiate as well. As an owner, you have leverage. As a renter, you have no leverage. Oh my goodness, I heard that. I heard that. So if there's anything we want to leave off on this episode is that make sure that you have the leverage, you become the owner, and, you know, stay humble. Buy, Buy properties in small and then grow. Yeah, a lot of you guys are probably wondering, well, I don't have the money, but I have the down payment. Who's going to cover the rest? Uh, You'll find out in the next episode. Yeah. So this is the Millennial Times Podcast with Uriel Sun and Jokmulu. Take it easy, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you for listening. We're here to help you guys. Gone.